Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and today we're going to talk Angel Has Fallen, the new Jared Butler film. Uh, we're going to talk news, trailers, and all things movies. Okay, so Angel Has Fallen. We both had a watch of that one this week. What yeah. did you think, Tim? Look, if I was to jump straight into it... Mm. God awful. <laughs> to, just to give you a sense of what, what this film is. So it's the third film in a franchise uh, starring Jared Butler. Mm-hmm. So we've seen uh, Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and now Angel Has Fallen. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, a film no one asked for. The continuation of a story and mm-hmm. characters that really don't have much resonance or impact in the movie canon. Yeah. An angel being Gerard Butler's character, Mike Banning, who is a guardian angel to the president. That's his code name. Did you catch that? No, I didn't catch a lot in this movie because <laughs> the plot was so thin. You've said, yeah. you've said that just before we hit record. Um, I couldn't agree more. The dialogue was just horrendous. And you know you're in for a ride in terms of dialogue when there's things like blah, 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 in our nation's history, like the biggest threat, Mm -hmm. and things like, I want all surveillance on him, everything, I don't care. It's just this horrible, like, just cut, paste, cut, paste, heard it before, hear it again. Mm. So basically this movie made just really obvious moments in their dialogue, like you were an idiot, like mm. the audience was an idiot. They really hit you over the head with a lot of things. Yeah. I was really shocked to see Jada Pinkett Smith in there because her character was completely pointless. And as a woman, it made me really angry because literally she had so little to do mm. and then was gone from the movie yeah. really unceremoniously. I just, 
It's like, what was the point of you? There wasn't much point to a lot of characters existing. Mm. And even the ones that did and had pivotal, I'm using quotation marks. They were so obviously the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Right from the beginning. You knew exactly. Because you also thought, they seem weird in the role because they've kind of got this bit of like quirkiness, evilness about them anyway, just in their physicality mm. as an actor. Typecast. Yeah, totally typecast. typecast. And so I'm like, he's the bad guy. And you know, I am the first one to put my hand up and say, I never get plot mm. twists. I can never see anything coming. And that I freaking love that about myself because I always get a kick out of things that get mm. dropped, you know, in the third act or fourth act of a film. I knew everything that was going to happen in this movie. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. I knew exactly who, who everyone's motivations were. So basically. When they aren't meant to know yet. So basically we're saying this movie offered nothing new as a third instalment in this Mm. series. I mean, I hadn't seen the first two movies, Mm. but I watched this going, I don't feel like I'm missing out or not getting context, which is good because then you don't feel like, oh, I'm not getting this banter or this in-joke or this well. I didn't feel there was anything like that. Mm. It just felt like a really pointless standalone movie that apparently is part of a franchise Mm. that keeps turning out the same thing time and time again. Did you feel that as well? Yeah. And I, you know, you know, I love a Gerard Butler film. I love a Jerry B. <laughs> oh, love God. a bit of Jerry, Jerry B. Jerry B. And his movies are usually God awful, but I still enjoy them. And I'll usually try and find, you know, I'll always try and find the positive in every movie I watch. I'm a big you movie do, fan. And I'll always appreciate the effort that's gone into making a film and the merits of people who've worked on the film. But this one was just average. They can't all be winners, really. No. And you were saying, like, I also, like, even if the acting... Oh, I don't think acting is acceptable and being bad. But in terms of maybe the production values and things, like, I always also try and find great set design, cinematography. Mm. There was none of that in this. Do you know what I did find really disconcerting, and I think it was supposed to be disconcerting, Mm. was this sound technique that was overused, I think, in that you kept, they kept cutting the sound out or making it really tinny to make it, to put you inside his head Mm. because he's struggling. Mike Banning's struggling in this one. He's been through a lot, obviously. He's, you know, he's saved the world a couple of times by now. He's had some injuries. He's gotten some pills. Yeah, he positions himself as an older guy now. Yeah, who's, you know, done his dash as a Secret Service agent in the field. He's ready to move into a desk job. Yeah. And he's struggling with that. He looks, Jared Butler looks a bit rough. He looks like he's struggling. Right, yeah, so he's struggling in this film and we're getting put inside his head with this really sort of tinny, everything sounds really far away Mm. technique. But it was used so much and it just got really irritating. And it loses its impact then as a a film technique. Mm, It does. Because it should really, like, transport you into that moment. It should hone you in and give you a real sense of being, Mm. like, break that fourth wall sort of... Well, not break the fourth wall, but... Mm. import yourself in the moment Mm. and a lot of war movies do that really well but they do it um sparingly and it makes an impact but yeah this one they just did too much and some of the pacing in this movie was off Mm. even like sequences shootouts just i kind of like i was zoning in and out from time to time in this movie and then i kind of come back into it into consciousness Mm. and be like what the fuck they're still 
doing this. Like it just went on a little bit too long Mm. and it wasn't really clear what was happening. I think some of the editing and shot choices just didn't quite bring the film Mm. together. Right. I mean, they had an $80 million budget on this movie, so they didn't, they weren't scraping the barrel. They had some coin to get this off the ground. I think that's all gone to the actors, Morgan Freeman, Jade Pinkett Smith. Well, when you're the third, when you're a third movie in their pay packets do get a bit chunkier, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I get, okay. Well, what would you give this movie out of five popcorn kernels? Look, I'm going to give it two. Oh, I'll give it. I'll give it one for the actors involved, and I'll give it one for crew behind the scenes that worked so hard on this film to try and make it good. That was such a backhanded thing to say about <laughs> this movie. So it's it's two. one to you, one to you. I'm going to be with you. It's going to be a, a two for me as well. Like okay. It just didn't feel much. It's a brainless entertainment flick. Switch off, but you can Completely. wait. You can wait till it gets to home entertainment. Totally. Do you want to kick us off in uh, movie news? Well, the biggest, one of the biggest, there's a lot of movie news this week, actually, but the, one of the biggest ones is that Sony and Marvel, Disney, have parted ways, or are, looks like they've parted ways. I just, my heart breaks. Mm. I mean, it was such an amazing collaboration that Disney and Sony and Marvel got into mm. bed together a few years ago to introduce mm. Spider-Man into mm-hmm. the MCU in Civil War, mm-hmm. and then his own two movies and mm. subsequent Avengers films. Mm. And they've and woven it in so well into the perfect. whole MCU universe. You know, Spider-Man is such a beloved character in comics and in mm. cinema with Tobey Maguire, maybe not so much Andrew Garfield's mm. two outings, but they had an opportunity to hit reset again. And there was a lot of sensitivities around that because Spider-Man was in its third iteration within a decade, mm. but they seemed to absolutely nail it. It was part of a bigger wider story mm. in the woven into the fold of 23 movies for the mcu mm. and now they're, it's all over they're ripping it out like a i mean ripping the, a limb off. i mean far from home made over a billion dollars it was sony's biggest release ever and now they think that without the expertise of marvel's marvel's creative genius and writing kevin feige overseeing everything and continuing his story arc within mm. the new marvel phase what are we up to for mm-hmm they're just take they're just pulling him out. Mm. That's bad for their brand, I think. It's bad for Spider-Man. Because do we still get Tom Holland? Does he just get woven into the Venom and the Morbius the vampire story? I don't know. What's <laughs> yeah. going on? Well, Tom Holland is contracted to do two more movies, two more standalone movies, but what that means and what they're going to look like now will be completely different. Yeah. We won't get Nick Fury, we probably won't get Happy. We probably, you know, all these characters that we've become attached to in the yeah. MCU we might not get in these films now. Because through rights, they wouldn't be able to say no. them. Because when Disney and now Disney owned Fox, right? And they mm. own the X-Men and Fantasy Four, which used to be owned by Fox. Mm. So in the Avengers movies, you've got Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. They weren't mutants. They couldn't be even referred to as mutants. Mm. They were characters that Disney and Marvel had that Fox didn't. I don't know. There was a weird thing because even the X-Men movies had Quicksilver in it. Yeah. But they, could, they had to be experimented on through Hydra. They weren't mutants. That wasn't mm. how they got their powers. You know, this will impact Phase 4 because they'd set up mm. Spider-Man's involvement and mm-hmm. his story arc. So my next question is, is it Control-Alt-Delete on that? And Tom Holland will be Spider-Man again in Sony World, but it's going to be a different Aunt May, a different... You know, Zendaya's not going to be in there. I think they just probably won't put him in there. So is it a new I think he'll just disappear. Reboot? I think he'll just disappear from the MCU side of things. And I don't think I don't think the Spider-Man movies will suffer not having Marvel's involvement too much. Mm. It'll definitely be a different 
looking mm. Spider-Man, but they know what works now. They know yeah, what people want to see. And Tom Holland is just so good. He's brilliant. I'm really upset. I feel like he's not really saying much about it at the moment, is he? Mm. But he did post an Instagram series of pictures where he was hiking with Robert Downey Jr. I feel like that's a little bit of a stab going, well, just chilling with my MCU <laughs> mate here. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know, friendly banter, but also, yeah, I'd be pretty disappointed. I'm going to step back to see what this, how this comes about. Yeah. Um, but I'm really disappointed. Yeah. What else have we got? We had a big announcement for Bond 25. And correct me if I'm wrong, you didn't really vibe this title. I really do. So drum roll, even though it's a few days already in the mm. movie world, um, Bond 25 is titled No Time to Die. I love except, it. It's very Bond. Except it does feel like it's Daniel Craig's time to die on the character. <laughs> Well, maybe that's what they're just calling it out. Spade to spade. Yeah. This is, no, this is no time for the Bond franchise to die with all the trouble that they've been having. Yeah. And, yeah. But we've still got an April 2020 release. Apparently. Mm. We shall see. Yeah, because we were confident that it'd get pushed back. Yeah. For all the issues on set. Well, I mean, they haven't finished yet, so... Are they still locked, filming? I don't know. It hasn't been locked away yet, so... Goodness. We could still see a change in date. But it's interesting in all the positive PR that they're trying to spin. I wonder if they weren't going to announce the name of the movie this far out. But mm. they kind of keep this good sentiment yeah, going they're on trying this to, film. Yeah, they're trying to keep the mm. combating all the bad press. Look, I, I think this will drive huge audiences, great excitement, I mm. think. Especially if they weave it in around, this is Daniel Craig's last stint mm. as 007. So, yep, no time to die. I like it. I do. Mm-hmm. Ezra Miller, who played The Flash in the DC Comics films, mm. has sort of let slip that there's a Flash movie in the works, for sure. This movie is like in development hell. Mm. It's had so many directors and writers and it's coming and it's going to be about this or no, it's going to be pushed that, back. I don't know that he's compelling as a standalone movie well i think it's one of those like the dceu is just a cluster Mm. justice league ruined everything Zack snyder is you know so much bad blood around about him wonder woman aquaman are carrying the load for everyone yeah but aquaman was a freak of nature i have no idea why or how that was so popular it was so entertaining jason it was very entertaining two words jason (laughs) yeah true (laughs) mic drop but I get it. Like, the movie was fun. It was a good ride. But it was kind of like, I guess there wasn't much else out or on, and it just stood out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
lot. Yeah. And it and just people, captured audiences. And people were so desperate for a good DC Comics film. Yeah, true. And, and James Wan delivered that. Yeah, and he's good too. Mm. So uh, with Henry Cavill is in doubt for more Superman mm. and Ben Affleck is out as Batman, obviously. That was just, mm. that was a cluster. Oh, oh God. God. Can the Flash save the ailing DC? Uh, potentially because there's such an appetite to see the Flash. If they get it right, I think it could really inject some oomph back into the franchise. Mm. But my the overarching big question is, where is the franchise going? Are these linked? Are they just standalone yeah. movies now? I it, think a lot will be answered with Wonder Woman. I recently caught Shazam, which I really didn't enjoy. Um, <laughs> we did talk about that briefly, I think. Yeah, it's uh, aimed at sort of younger, a younger Yeah, audience. which is fine, but I was just irritated for two hours, which is never good. And they just kept on weaving in references to Batman and Superman. Mm. And it was kind of like, well, sure, you're just saying that they're part of the world, but... How interacting, like, it's just, I'm confused mm. and I just want answers. Mm-hmm. What else in, is in news? Uh, so I read this morning, actually. I wasn't privy to this rumour, but apparently Kit Harrington, a.k.a. you know, nothing Jon Snow, <laughs> has been cast uh, within the fold of the MCU, but no one knows what movie, what character or anything. Mm-hmm. So that rumour is, I guess, still spinning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What do you, who, where do you think you'll f- no fit idea. in? No Maybe idea. Not the Eternals, maybe Blade. Who knows? Maybe the Eternals. You reckon? No, they've well, come they've, they've out with of, so many yeah, announcements in casts. They've and, already gone quite far with that mm, one. Maybe it's a new one. I couldn't imagine him in Blade. Yeah, I don't know the comic book enough to mm. see where he's where a character could fit in. Maybe Doctor Strange. Maybe Ooh. that could work. Actually, yeah, put mm. my money on that one. Okay, what else have we got? This I'm stoked about. Yeah. Matrix is coming back with a new sequel, so it's not a reboot. I mean, I guess it's a reboot in a way because we're mm. coming back to this franchise, you know, 20 years later mm. or whatever. Uh, but Lana Wachowski is writing and directing, uh, and Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are confirmed to return. Yeah. I'm just like beaming in my no, face. No, no. I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm excited about this too, and I'm also extremely nervous because I feel mm. like The Matrix was just this standalone, these three movies were just mm. so perfectly done. Yeah, maybe not so the third one, but no, in, but, in I mean, a whole story. But, but as a trilogy, yeah. they were this unique film that stands alone and is so popular and yeah. did so well. And it was filmed in Sydney. And Mm. do we need to rock the boat there? I don't know if we should. The Wachowski siblings are very hit and miss, in my opinion. I don't Mm. think they've made a solid film since Mm. the Matrix movies. I can't think of one. Yeah. I mean, they did a few bits of TV. They did that Cloud Atlas, but I've never Mm. actually got to the end of that movie because it's so long. And it's very philosophical. And it's just, yeah, my brain capacity sometimes cannot cope. (laughs) Um, Need to revisit. But I I do have faith that the passion around that story and those characters, I think that they they wouldn't bring this back unless they knew they could nail it. I hope so. I really hope so. And Keanu Reeves is having an absolute moment. I just got chills. He's such a renaissance. He is a leading man again. Yeah. The Keanu sense. In every sense of the word. The what what? The Keanu sense, as they say. (laughs) Have you not seen that? No. It's a Keanu sense. Oh my God. Um, it's a renaissance. It's a Keanu renaissance. And I love it. And I, I love, love him. That. That's, he's, it's so good that he's having his moment again. Yeah. You know, he's having a great moment. So I'm, I am excited mm. about this. But. I think what is what they need to nail, mm. what they cannot falter on, and I hope they get the coin to pull this off, but... 
The Matrix is a very visual, special mm. effects heavy. They need to nail that. Mm. They've got no excuse but to make it look like the best movie ever made, right? Yeah, and how are they going to take it to the next level? Yeah. As long as they don't have a CGI flying Keanu Neo, because <laughs> in, in, the, in the sequels, That's what's that, that technology was not ready for that. Mm. He can't, just do it in camera but with everything else flying around. Mm-hmm. You've got to, you can't fool an audience. You can't fool our eyes when you, you've got them flying mm-hmm. in the air and your CGI. It and, just doesn't work. And the storyline really needs to be topical to today. I'm sure it will. The, the first three were sort of ahead of their time almost because it blew Very our much. minds that this could be a possibility and that yeah. the matrix could exist and mm. how this technology was so advanced. And it's like, how do you advance from that yeah. in this day and age? Well, because the story came to a very clear end. So I'm most interested to understand how they're going to bring these characters back. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They've got to put some effort into that. It can't just be a throwaway line. Yeah. Which sometimes works, but the matrix is so complicated mm. in its, execution they can't they'll probably there'll be a lot of exposition i think it's a tricky one to get right we'll see what happens a couple of trailers lee yes this one i'm really excited about bombshell Mm. so we got a a trailer a wordless trailer no one spoke a wordless trailers no one spoke a word in the trailer and it was so tense it was you could cut the tension chills again chills with keanu reeves chills with tension (laughs) so i'm really looking forward to this movie it stars nicole kidman charlize theron who looks completely different yeah margot robbie and it's about allegations of misconduct against fox news founder roger ailes so it's based Mm. on a true story Mm. based on the real scandal and roger ailes is played by john lithgow who i love he's really great Mm. and so yeah i said there's no words spoken in the trailer but it was just so compelling i i felt like this trailer was a a bombshell in itself because mm. I didn't know this was coming. Oh, really? And I've just, I know we don't, what we don't talk TV on this podcast, but I've recently finished watching the loudest voice that's been on Stan. Mm. And that was this story. Right. Yeah. Um, over six or seven episodes. Mm. And I absolutely love that show. It's one of the best TV shows mm. I've ever seen. The story is fascinating. So I'm really kind of curious as to what angle they're going to take in this movie. Mm-hmm. And given that they've only got, two hours to tell the story whereas the loudest voice had, had f- mm. many many hours and russell crowe played roger ailes mm. and funny enough another fellow australian naomi watts played gretchen mm. who nicole kimmon is playing in this yep. film triple threat in those three yeah academy women. award winners and nominees it's yep. just going to be hard hitting it's gonna be great mm. okay and at astra yeah we've talked about this a couple of times okay there's still a lot of trailers i just I thought I knew what this movie was about, mm. and now I just have no idea what this movie is yeah. about. It's Brad Pitt's film. It's a space action mm. film. In, yeah. the, in the trailer, we get there was a, there was an action and a chase sequence on, on the, the moon. moon. Mm. So I thought this was just about a son looking for his father or following in his father's footsteps, who's played by Tommy Lee Jones, mm. going to space, trying to explore the final frontier and see yeah. where we can survive after we destroy Earth. Yeah. But then it just looked like it became a completely different film with a car chase sequence, yeah. moon buggy sequence and, on the moon. Like, and he goes to Mars yeah. as well. And then he's also like falling from a great height down with to Earth. an explosion. Yep. Is this movie like seven hours long? Because <laughs> I'm, all these beats in the trailer feel like they're so separate to each other. It feels like very different films. Yeah. So I, I don't know what we're going to get out of this. They're doing this on purpose. There's something that they're hiding. They're just trying to, they're throwing, the visuals are beautiful. There's a lot of really discerned visual moments Mm. in this film and you can tell that there's been clear choice 
they're very powerful, like an, an explosion or a shot of landscape. Like it's mm. stunning. And I don't know if I noticed this in all the other trailers that they've dropped. This is like the fourth trailer. Yeah. And they've done it in really short succession because we weren't sure when this movie was going to be released, but now it's September 19. The music in this trailer, mm. it has, it really captures the genre of space and sci-fi. Mm. I'm really keen to hear more of the music and the soundscape but then that throws me off as well because i'm like what kind of film is it mm. is it a big beautiful sci-fi special or mm. is it a james bond sequence on the moon <laughs> are we going to get <laughs> moonraker moon <laughs> you know oh God. anyway interesting we'll see when it comes out in a couple of weeks yeah so what's coming next week on August 29? The one that jumps out to me here is The Nightingale. Mm. So this is the, an Australian film mm-hmm. that has caused a lot of reaction in the film industry and by audiences, people walking out at the Sydney Film Festival. It's quite violent and mm. confronting. Mm-hmm. So now this will have its national wide release. I'm, I really want to see it. I think you need to be in the right sort of... Frame of mind. Yeah, frame of mind headspace. Mm-hmm. But um, if we see it, then we'll talk about it on the podcast yeah one other one i'm excited about is the kitchen which stars melissa mccarthy tiffany haddish and elizabeth moss and it's basically it's kind of a widow's a spin on that widow's film that came out recently with slight comedy yeah and it's set in it's set in the 70s i believe it's a period yeah Yeah. it's, it's about the irish mob in hell's kitchen their husbands go to jail and then they have to take over the business the criminal Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. It yeah. is just like Widows. It's very similar to Widows, but it's set in the 70s. And it's, and it's got Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this, so it does look very good. And I'm interested to see how Tiffany Haddish pulls off a bit more of a serious role. Mm. So Amazing Grace is out this week as mm-hmm. well, uh, the story of Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, Who sadly died recently. Yes, very mm-hmm. sad. I love a music documentary because you get, you get behind the curtain, right? Mm-hmm. I learnt, I learnt a lot about Whitney Houston in the two documentaries that came mm. out last year. The, I think the best one is Whitney. Because mm. um, she's such a sad story. She was mm. so talented. But anyway, um, Amazing Grace about Rita Franklin, not Whitney Houston. So that's out as well. And uh, Dragged Across Concrete is out this week as well. Which is a starring Mel Gibson. It's an action, it's a pretty standard action flick, but we'll have a look at that this week. He kind of comes and goes, doesn't he? Yeah, this one kind of flew under the radar. Yeah, I'd not heard of it. <laughs> it's a little bit maybe like an older lethal weapon. No, it's, uh, I, I was, it's not meant to be a comedy. It's meant to be an action crime drama. I was searching in IMDb and then I accidentally clicked on RuPaul's Drag Race and I brought that one up to the top. That's no, not Mel not, Gibson's next not. project. So Dragged Across Concrete is about uh, two overzealous cops who get suspended from the force and then they have to delve into the criminal underworld to right their wrongs and get some compensation and so nothing new there but no they're always fun stories to follow right yeah but it is rated r so it's going to be quite violent and okay. quite full-on and i feel like those sorts of premises like they need you need to go all out you need to have the violence and mm. to make it feel like there is a lot at stake you can't really dance around that sort of stuff mm. hey well, that was a pretty jam-packed episode of Popcorn Podcast mm-hmm. this week. We covered off uh, Angel Has Fallen, Jared Butler's mm-hmm. new film. And as we said, they can't all be winners, but, you know, it's worth seeing. Maybe wait till 
DVD. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, that's a really good piece of advice. Mm. You don't need to go see that one. You know, lots of Disney Marvel news, new trailers at Astra and Bombshell. So lots to cover. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting. Yep. Can't wait for next time. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.